Hey everyone, good morning. Once again, I want to welcome you to Toronto City Church and to our online worship experience. If we haven't met before, I'm sure most of us have. But if we haven't, my name is Pastor Brendan Witten. I am the lead pastor here at Toronto City Church. I have the honor of sharing the word with you once again today. And I'm just really thankful you're here with us. Obviously, uh, you know, you could be a lot of different places. You could be tuning into, uh, there's millions of different options, I guess we could say online. I'm glad you're here. And uh, whether you're part of the TCC family or whether you're just tuning in, check out this message. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for being with us. I'm excited to minister the word. I'm excited to uh, not just continue, but actually conclude our Hello, My Name is series. Now, before we go there, just a couple practical things I want to remind you of really quickly. First and foremost, I've been saying this uh, for the last number of weeks. We're really in a season where we're getting lots of new faces here at Toronto State Church, in person, online. We really want to do our best effort to help people connect in. There's many different ways to connect into what God's doing here at Toronto State Church. We have connection groups. We have uh, opportunities to volunteer. We have classes that are going to be starting in the new year you can plug into. But most importantly, we just need to hear from you. We want, you know, if you're here, you're newer, you know God's called you to be here, reach out. Let us know. Let us know that you want to be plugged in. Let us know that you want to be involved. We want to work with you just to help you find your place, right? We believe there's a place at the table for every person that God's called here, and we want to help you find your place. So reach out to us. Let us know. Now, on the connection front, and just a, a way to uh, connect through generosity and through giving, I just want to remind you again as well, we introduced this last week, but just of our Christmas generosity opportunities. First and foremost, we're doing Christmas alms, and so this will be an opportunity to give to help members of the Toronto City Church family who are in need. The second option to give is we're partnering with the Canadian Bible Society, and $5 will get two Bibles into the hands of believers in persecuted churches all around the world. Canadian Bible Society is an amazing organization, and they've just got a real proven track record to be able to get the scriptures into the hands of people who need it. And so this Christmas, I really encourage you to pray about one or the other, or even giving to both. Again, $5 will be two Bibles, right? You just start adding that. How many Bibles can you give? Think of the blessing that's going to be in someone's life. Think of the blessing through giving to alms that you can be to members of the church family. And so we're just going to be sharing about this. We need all these offerings in by Sunday the 12th. So that'll be two weeks from today, Sunday, December 12th, and so we can get everything organized and make sure we get it out to the families who need it. So pray about it. If you have any questions, let us know. And speaking of Christmas services and the Christmas season. I want to let you know as well, we're going to start putting out more information about what we're really excited on December the 19th. We're going to be doing a Christmas focused service at Toronto City Church and just in expecting, you know, it, people to come. We want to encourage you to invite family and friends. We're actually going to have three in-person worship experience options. So we're going to have a 9 a.m., a 10.30 a.m., and a 12 p.m. Now, obviously, they're going to be a little shorter so we can make sure that we make them all work, but just Go online, make sure you register, figure out which option you want, invite a friend, invite somebody to come. I mean, I think this is a season where people, they need communion. Obviously, we're going to be social distancing and everything's going to be set up properly. But, but invite some people to come. And we're going to have an amazing time celebrating Christmas and really focusing on Jesus. So that's it for the practical sides. Let's dive into the Word. As I mentioned, today we are finishing up our Hello, My Name is series. And this series has been all about over the last, really as I reflect back, it's really been the last three months. It's just been a real powerful time for us as a church family, first and foremost, in going deeper in knowing God. And just really, that's been our main emphasis. 
that, you know, Daniel eleven thirty two 32b, the people who know their God will be strong and carry out great exploits. There's this element of really knowing God and going deeper in the knowledge of him. And so that's been our, our, our key theme this fall. And I'm just so thankful for all that God has done through it. I'm so thankful for just what we have learned and how we have grown and, and how we're going deeper in knowing him. Secondly, it's not just about knowing him, but it's also, again, been about connecting with each other. And just I'm thankful for what God's done over the last three months of just reconnecting so many of us, connecting new people into the Toronto City Church family who are coming here. And we're just so thankful for that. And we want to continue on this focus of connection, even through the end of the year into 2022, that we'd really, you know, the people would know we love Jesus by the way we love one another. And so there's going deeper in knowing God, connecting with each other. And then last but not least, talking about introducing people to Jesus. Right, that we want to see people get to know Him. That we see people need Jesus in this season. I mean, every season they need Jesus, but especially in this season, there is such a need. And so, really, this has been kind of the three levels we've been working at for this series. But the key one being, let's go deeper in knowing God, because everything else flows out of that. We've been talking about just this heart of knowing God and making Him known. Come on, where you are right now? I know you're watching me online, but say, know God. Come on, say, make him known, right? And this is the heart cry that I believe God is just continuing to birth in us as a church family, and we want to continue to focus on as we go forward. So as you know, just a, I, I, let me, I want to do a little bit of a recap before we jump into our content for today, but we've been focusing on the names of God, which reveal the character of God. And so if you've been tracking with us, you remember we've talked about how he wants us to know him as El Roy, the God who sees us. Also, that he is El Shaddai, the God who is more than enough. We've talked about how he is El Elyon, the Most High God. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord our provider. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord our healer. Jehovah Ra, the Lord our shepherd. And then last but not least, Jehovah Shalom, which we talked about last week. The Lord is peace, or the Lord is our peace. And what I want to encourage you, even as we are bringing this to a close, is that there are many other names of God that, that you're going to receive so much for if you just dig into in your personal study time. You know, you just go on Google, type out the names of God, and it will start to pull up all the different names of God. It's an amazing study because, you know, we don't just want to listen to this message on a weekend. I want to see you digging into the Word on a daily basis. I want to see you growing in your personal devotional life, right? That's what we're really after. If, if you're always in a spot where you're just depending on a weekly message from me, that's not the level God wants you to live at, right? Let these messages be an encouragement, but let them spark you and encourage you and challenge you to dig deeper and to go deeper. And so take some time, study the names of God. You know, we, we actually are going to be starting a new Christmas series next week. And, and I'm not going to give away the title just yet, but we're actually kind of in the same way going to be continuing on a similar theme so we can continue to grow in the knowledge of God in our lives and we can really focus on Him. But again, here's the key, guys. Why, why are we doing this? Why are we taking three, four months to focus on who God is, to focus on His names, to focus on His heart? Why, why has this been happening? It's simply this, guys, because I believe so strongly that in this season, our eyes need to be on Him. Right? Our eyes need to be on Him in this season. And in the seasons that are coming, we've got to learn to look to Him. 
right? Because if we look at the wind and the waves, we look at the circumstances, we look at the situations around us, we're, we're gonna, it's going to throw us off. We've got to learn to keep our eyes fixed on him. You know, we had looked several times at 2 Chronicles 20, and I'll just read verse 12. It says, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. In this season, there's this call for us to have our eyes on him. I love Psalm 34, verse 5. It says this, those who look to him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed, right? That we would look to him and we just got to keep our eyes fixed on him. You know, Hebrews 12, 1 to 2b says this, therefore, excuse me, 2a, therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. Come on, somebody say, I look to you, right? That we would put our eyes on him. Again, not just on a Sunday, and it's a nice message series by Pastor Ray, but daily we're looking to him. Daily we're fixing our eyes on him, right? We're running this race. We're laying aside every weight. We're laying aside sin and things that cling. And what we're doing is we're running with endurance, looking to Jesus. Everything from this passage flows out of looking to Jesus. Come on, somebody say, look to him. Right? So we're going to look to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. You know, if we could go to Matthew 14 and talk about where Peter walked on the water. Jesus was walking on the water. Peter went to him. Peter walked on the water as long as he looked at Jesus. But when he took his eyes off of Jesus and saw the wind and the waves, that's when he began to sink. And so in the same way in this season, guys, there's this call. And I want to encourage you, even as we're finishing this series, we're getting ready to go into another one. As we're you know, starting to shift our attention even towards 2022, make that commitment. We're going to look to him. You know, there's a song, uh, we've referenced it many times throughout this series, but I just believe it's such a prophetic song for this season. God, I look to you. I won't be overwhelmed. Give me vision to see things like you do. God, I look to you. You're where my help comes from. Give me wisdom. You know just what to do. And guys, I really believe in this season as we look to him, God is giving us vision. And we just speak that in Jesus' name, vision to see what he sees and wisdom to know what to do. And so today in our final session, I was praying about what name of God to close off with, because there's many more names of God that I would love to share. You know, there's Jehovah Shammah, the Lord who is present. There's Jehovah Sidkenu, the Lord, our righteousness. There's Jehovah Makedesh, the Lord who sanctifies. Oh man, there's just so much in that. I believe God's speaking about sanctification and, 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 and you know, walking with him. You know, there's Jehovah Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts, or I love how the Passion Translation always translates that, the God of angel armies. I mean, wow, I just love that picture of him. He's the Lord of hosts. He's the God of angel armies. So I could have really talked about all those things, and those might be some, some key uh, you know, points for you to go and do your own further study with. But today, I want to take some time in closing. As we finish up this series, I want to talk to you about Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, our banner, or the Lord, our victory. Come on, somebody say, he's Jehovah Nisi. Come on, somebody say, he's the Lord, my victory. Right, let's go to Exodus chapter 7, 8 to 15. This is where we find this name of God, Jehovah Nisi, in the scriptures. And this is talking about the children of Israel. They've left Egypt. They've crossed over into the wilderness. And it says in verse 8, 17 verse 8, it says that Amalek came and fought with Israel at Rephidim. So Moses said to Joshua, choose for us men and go out and fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses told him and fought with Amalek, while Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up on top of the hill. 
Whenever Moses held up his hands, Israel prevailed. But whenever he lowered his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands grew weary. So they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it while Aaron and Hur held up his hands, one on each side, and one on one side and one on the other. So his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. And Joshua overwhelmed Amalek and his people with the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write this in a memorial in a book and recite it in the ears of Joshua, that I utterly blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar and called the name of it, watch this, the Lord is my banner. Or as we said, Jehovah Nisi, the Lord my banner, or Jehovah Nisi, because you, when you bring it in context of this passage, it also means the Lord our victory. Come on, somebody say Jehovah Nisi. Come on, somebody say the Lord our victory. Guys, in this season, we've talked about all these different characteristics of God that he wants us to know him as. Talked about knowing him as provider, Jehovah Jireh. We've talked about knowing him as our healer, Jehovah Rapha. We've talked about knowing him as Jehovah Shalom, the Lord who is peace. And God wants us to know him in all of those contexts and all the other names we've addressed. But I believe even as we bring this to a close, the Lord also wants to remind us today that he wants us to know him as Jehovah Nisi, the Lord who is our banner and the Lord who is our victory. Now, part of you might be wondering, how is this connection between banner and victory? Well, again, you've got to think in these times that a banner represented, it was, we went into battle with a banner. And actually, there was banners that would be flown when victory was won. There was banners that would be used to rally the troops to a point, to drive forward. Maybe you've seen some of those movies where, you know, someone will grab the standard or grab the flag and charge forward. It's like, I'm leading you forward into battle. And not only into battle, but there's also this element of this banner, this name. Remember, it was after God gave a great victory. And so there's this element that God wants us to know him as the Lord who is our victory. He is Jehovah Nisi. He is the Lord who gives us the victory. Let's look at a few verses that dive a little deeper and talk about this. Deuteronomy 20 verse 4 says this, For the Lord your God is he who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you the victory. Man, that's so good. Can I read it to you again? For the Lord your God is he who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you the victory. Family, today, as I believe God wants to reveal to us himself as Jehovah Nisi, the Lord our banner, the Lord our victory, I believe he wants us to know three key things. Number one, Jehovah Nisi means to us that God is with us. Now, I know that's Jehovah Shammah. I know that means other things. But that this verse that he is with us, that he fights for us, and that he gives us the victory. Come on, somebody say it. Declare it today. Say, God is with me. Come on, somebody say, God fights for me. And come on, somebody say today, God gives me the victory. Right? This is Jehovah Nisi. He has not left us alone. He is with us. He fights for us, and he gives us the victory. Exodus 15 verse 3 says this, The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Now, what does it mean by him being a man of war? Well, this man of war is a picture of a great warrior who is strapped and, and armored and ready for battle. He is ready to go into battle. And there's this picture where it says the Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. God wants us to know him as a man of war in this time. He wants us to know him definitely as a shepherd and as a father and as one who loves us and protects us and heals us. But he also wants us to know that I'm going to fight for you. 
Right? Sometimes we feel alone. Is anyone going to stand for me? Is anyone going to fight for me? God wants you to know that he is a man of war. The Lord is his name and that he is with you. He's going to fight for you and he's going to give you the victory. I'm going to keep hitting those three points, guys, because this is what God wants you to hear today. He is with you. He fights for you. He gives you the victory. I love Isaiah 42, 13. It says, the Lord goes out like a mighty man, like a man of war. He stirs up his zeal. He cries out and shouts aloud. He shows himself mighty against his foes. Right? This is the heart of God. This is part of who he is. See, part of this series and part of this is to start to dive deeper into the multifaceted nature of who God is. Right? God is gentle. God is kind. God is good. God is love. Right? God is peace. God is also a man of war. God is also a mighty man who stirs up his zeal, who crowds aloud, who shows himself mighty against his foes. And if he shows himself mighty against his foes, that means he is showing himself mighty on your behalf. Let's look at some more verses that just speak to this fact of God fighting for us. Joshua 23 verse 10 says this, One man of you puts to flight a thousand, since it is the Lord your God who fights for you, just as he has promised you. Right? This is like a picture. It's not that you don't step out. It's not like you don't you know, take stands. But he fights for you and he supernaturally empowers you. Deuteronomy 33, 22 says this, You shall not fear them, for it is the Lord your God who fights for you. Psalm 35, verse 1 says this, Contend, O Lord, with those who contend with me. Fight against those who fight against me. And remember, when we talk about those who are fighting against us, we are not talking about people, because God's calling us to love people. He's not calling us to fight people, but we are talking about demonic forces. We're talking about the plans and the purposes of the enemy. And God says, I'm going to contend with those who contend with you. And I'm going to fight against those who fight against you. Maybe you've got some spiritual battles going on. Maybe you've got some spiritual attack coming into your life today. Rise up and know the Lord who is Jehovah Nisi, that he's going to contend with those who contend with you, that he's going to fight against those who fight against you. Stir up your faith in the God who's with you, who fights for you, who gives you the victory. Come on, somebody say, he's with me. Come on, somebody say, he fights for me. Come on, somebody say, he gives me the victory. I also love Exodus 14, 13 to 16. We're going to kind of do where it talks about, it says, and Moses said to the people, fear not, Stand firm and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians who you see today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you, and you only have to be silent. The Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry out to me? Tell the people of Israel to go forward. Lift up your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it, that the people of Israel may go forward through the sea on dry ground. Now, obviously, I think most of you figured out pretty quickly me reading this. This is the context of when the children of Israel have left Egypt. They've come up to the Red Sea. They're following, you know, they're, they're walking freedom. But then Pharaoh changes his mind and he comes with his army. And they're coming to attack them, to, to wipe them out. You know, I mean, we're just talking this army is bearing down on them. They're panicking. They're trapped. They're afraid. And yet in the middle of this, this is what God says to them. Right? First and foremost, he says, fear not. Fear not. Guys, and in this season, we don't have Pharaoh and his army barreling down on us, but so many of us have attacks or challenges or battles, whatever your context is, right? Whatever's going on for you. But the word of the Lord, first and foremost, he said, fear not. 
Do not be afraid. We've talked about this multiple times through this series, right? It, there are going to be chances to feel afraid. You might be feeling some fear today. Daily, I have the opportunity to feel afraid, but I choose to fear not. I don't receive that, right? He says, so he says, fear not. Then the next thing he says to them is stand firm. Come on, somebody stay, stand firm. Right? See, once again, this is the decision. It's like, I'm standing firm. I'm taking a stand. Right? This reminds me so much, like even if you go into Ephesians, where it talks about the full armor of God, it talks about having done all the stand, stand firm. God says, fear not in this season. God says, stand firm in this season. In other words, stand firm on my promises, stand firm on my word, stand firm on what I've promised and what I've said to you, stand firm on what I've spoken to your heart, Stand firm on what you know I've told you to do. Reject fear and stand firm. And they said, see the salvation of the Lord. See, guys, we can't see the salvation of the Lord if we give in to fear and we always refuse to stand. Right? If we always buckle, if we always turn and run, if we compromise, we never see the salvation of the Lord. But when we choose to fear not, when we choose to stand firm, we will see the salvation of the Lord. Why? Because the Lord, it says, will fight for you. Right? So again, we're on this theme, Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, our banner, the Lord, our victory, the Lord who fights for us. And I just want to encourage every person under the sound of my voice today, whatever battle you're facing this season, whatever challenge you're facing, fear not, stand firm, see the salvation of the Lord. Why? Because the Lord will fight for you. I love you. Go a little further. God said to Joshua or to Moses, he's Christ. He says, why you cry out to me? He says, go forward. Right? Why are, you, why are you crying? Guys, there's some of us, I just believe there's a word from the Lord in this. Yeah, it's challenging. It's difficult. But God's saying, why, why are you crying to me about this? It's time to go forward. Right? Why are, you, why are you just allowing the circumstances and the situations to overwhelm you? Go forward. Guys, as we come into 2022, the Lord is saying, go forward. Move forward. Don't stay in neutral. Don't stay in hiding. Don't stay in survival mode. It is time to go forward. And I love this because he says to Moses, now lift up your staff. Well, what did this staff represent? Well, the staff was representative of the power because you remember early on with Moses with the Lord, his staff had turned into the snake. He would touch things with his staff. Like God said, it symbolized the authority. That symbolizes, guys, the authority we have in Jesus, right? We have authority in him. And God is saying to us in this time, I'm going to fight your battles. Don't be afraid. Stand firm. See my salvation. Go forward. Come on, somebody say go forward. And why do we know we can go forward? Because he's Jehovah Nisi. He's the Lord, our banner. He's the Lord, our victory. He's the one who's leading us forward. He's the one who's leading us forward in victory. Not as he leading us forward, but he actually says, I'm fighting your battles for you. Let's let the Lord begin to lift your eyes, lift your eyes. That's why we're putting our eyes on him, right? Because he is fighting our battles for us. Go forward today in Jesus' name. Take the authority of the name of Jesus. Take the authority of prayer. Take the authority of word. Stop, stop crying and letting depression run your life. Uh, stop, nah, don't get me wrong. I mean, you may have a, a crying moment and you go to the Lord and he's going to comfort you, but he's going to look at you and say, okay, let's dry those tears and let's go forward. Right? Let's move forward in him. Let's look at one more passage here, 2 Chronicles 20, 12 to 23. I'm going to read it to you, and we're going to talk about it, and we're going to pray. O oh, our God, will you not execute judgment on them? For we are powerless against this great horde that is coming against us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Remember, that's where we started things today, getting our eyes on him. 
And verse 13 says, Meanwhile, all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives and their children. Again, remember the context. This is with Jehoshaphat. There was a great army that was coming against them to wipe them out. It was very serious times. In verse 14, it says, And the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, son of Benaniah, son of Jael, son of Mattiah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, in the midst of the assembly. And he said, Listen, all Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem and the king Jehoshaphat. Thus says the Lord to you. Watch this. It's going to sound familiar. Do not be afraid and do not be dismayed at this great horde, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Let me say it again. The battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, go down against them. Behold, they will come up by the ascent of Ziz. You will find them at the east, at the end of the valley, east of the wilderness of Drill. You will not need to fight this battle. Stand firm, hold your position, and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, and the Lord will be with you. Are you noticing some common themes here, guys? But I want to encourage you. This is not just a nice passage from the Bible. This is a word from the Lord for you today. And then 18, it says, Then Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. And the Levites of the Korites and the Korites stood up and praised the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud voice. And they rose early in the morning and went out the wilderness of Tekoa, and when they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord God, and you will be established. Believe his prophets, and you will succeed. And when he had taken counsel with the people, he appointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy attire. And they went before the army and said, Give thanks to the Lord, for his steadfast love endures forever. And when they began to sing and praise, the Lord set an ambush against the men of Amnon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, so they were routed. So the men of Amnon and Moab rose against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, devoting them to destruction. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, they all helped to destroy one another. Guys, this is an amazing, powerful story. I'm sure so many of us are familiar with it, but let's just break this down in closing. I said we're going to pray. First, I want to take you back right to the beginning where they said, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. As I said while I'm reading it, this is where we started this message. This is a season to get our eyes on him. Can I start it with it? Can I close with it? Lift your eyes to him. Get your eyes on him this season. Get your eyes on Jehovah Jireh, the Lord your provider. Get your eyes on Jehovah Rapha, the Lord your healer. Get your eyes on Jehovah Nisi, the Lord who is our victory. You know, get your eyes. We can just go through each name. Get your eyes on him. The second thing I want you to see from this passage is it said the spirit of the Lord came on Jehaziel. This was not just Jehaziel speaking out of his own heart or out of his own mind. This was the Spirit of the Lord coming upon him. And in this season, guys, we need the Spirit of the Lord upon us. Now, we have the Holy Spirit within us, but he doesn't just want to be in us. He wants to come upon us. Yes, it's a little different in a New Testament context, but here's the bottom line. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. Guys, the days for Christianity light, consumer-based Christianity are over. We need the power of the Spirit. That's why the Word said, it will not be by might, nor by power, but by your Spirit. But you just pray, and even the season, say, Lord, I want your Spirit upon me. I want the power of your Holy Spirit in my life. And then watch this. What did the Lord say? It's the same thing, guys. Do not be afraid or dismayed. Right? Do not fear. Come on, somebody say it with me. Say, I will not fear. Come on, say it again. I will not fear. 
Right? We're not going to be afraid. Right? The Spirit of the Lord is upon us. God is with us. He says the battle is not yours, but it is God's. You will not need to fight this battle. Why? Because he's Jehovah Nissi. He's the Lord, your banner. He's the Lord, your victory. He's the one who says, I will fight this battle for you. Whatever battle you have in your life right now, look to Jehovah Nissi. Look to the Lord who will fight the battle for you. And I love us too. He said, stand firm. Hold your position. See the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. Family, stand firm. Stand firm on the promise. Stand firm on the word. Stand firm on what God has told you. Stand firm on what you know in your heart to be true. Stand firm. Hold your position and see the salvation of the Lord. See God come through. Right? And I love this. It says, do not be afraid. He reminds us again, do not be afraid. The Lord will be with you. Come on, somebody say, I will not be afraid. Come on, somebody say, the Lord is with me. Come on, somebody say, he's going to fight my battles. Come on, somebody say, I'm going to stand firm. Right? Somebody say, I will not be afraid. Right? He is. Why? Because he's Jehovah Nisi. And I'm going to take you right back to start. He's the God who's with us. He is the God who fights for us. He is the God who gives us victory. Can I say that again? He's Jehovah Nisi. He's the Lord, our banner, the Lord, our victory. He is with us. He fights for us and he gives us the victory. And I just want to, in closing, encourage you and build this into your heart and pray this over you that you will know so clearly that God is with me. God fights for me and God gives me the victory. And, you know, we don't really have this opportunity in an online context the way we might when we're in a person context. But I love because when this word came to Jehoshaphat and to the people of Israel, they lifted up their voice in praise. And not only that, but then they had just this word from the Lord. The Bible doesn't tell us exactly how they decided to do it. But they said, you know what? We're going to look to him and we're going to send the praisers first. We're going to send the praisers to go forward in the battle. And as they sent the praisers forward, God ambushed the enemy and turned them on themselves. The enemy was sabotaged. And I just want to encourage you today, as you make a choice to look to Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, your victory, and you make a decision, I want to encourage you even practically, take some time today, praise the Lord, lift up your voice. It's one of the reasons why I think it's so important. Now, great, we can do this online, and I'm really thankful we're able to serve people in this, but you still want to find times where you are with other believers and where you can praise God together. Because there's something powerful that happens when we praise. And part of the reasons why praise is so important is we look to Him. We get our eyes off our situations. We get our eyes off our circumstances. We lift up His name. We lift Him up. And what happens is He begins to fight our battles. I praise Him. He fights my battle. I look to Him. He fights my battle. Right, And he, he sabotaged and turned the enemy on himself. And I just speak and declare that many of us, the enemy has arrayed some things against us. But as you look to him, as you look to Jehovah Nisi, the Lord is going to come in. And the enemy is actually going to sabotage himself. No weapon formed against you will prosper. Every tongue that rises against you in judgment will be shown to be wrong. God is with you. Who can be against you? Amen? Take that stand today. Take that stand of faith. And so what I want to do is I just want to pray this over you right now. I need to, I need to land this plane. I could just take off right now. But I want to bring this. I'm going to pray this over you. But if your heart is saying, Lord, I want to know you as Jehovah Nisi. I want to know you as the Lord, my banner. I want to know you as the Lord, my victor. I want you just to raise your hands in a place to receive right now. Father, we come before you in Jesus' name. I pray for every person watching this broadcast. Lord, every person watching this live stream, whatever, whatever context they've gotten in. 
And I pray today that they will have a fresh, burning, white-hot revelation in their hearts of Jehovah Nissi, the Lord their banner, and the Lord their victory. I speak that over every person, whatever the battle, whatever the challenge, that they're going to know you as Jehovah Nissi. They're going to know that you're with them, that you fight for them, and that you give them the victory. And I thank you that all this is sealed and brought together in Jesus Christ because your word says to us, Lord, thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. We don't have to ask you for the victory, but if we're in Christ, we already have that victory. And you fought for us and you continue to fight for us in whatever way we need it to happen. And so Lord, we just thank you today in Jesus' name for that revelation of Jehovah Nissi, the Lord, our banner, the Lord, our victory. In Jesus' name, and everyone agreed with me said, Amen. Now, just before I go here, I want to make sure we do this every week. But the, the foundation of victory and the highest point of victory is the victory over sin and death. See, the Bible teaches us that God loves us with everlasting love, but we've been separated from that love because of sin. Because of sin, we deserve eternal punishment. Not just you, me, all of us. It says in Romans 6, 23, the wages of sin is death. But there's a free gift of God. The free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Right? We all deserve death. But Jesus came to fight our battle, to win the victory for us, and to give us this gift of eternal life. And if you're watching or listening to this today, and you're not right with God, today is your opportunity. He's got this gift of victory, eternal victory, that he wants to give to you. But here's the deal. you got to choose to receive it. So if you're listening to me today, you're like, yeah, I need that. I need to give my life to Jesus, or maybe I need to give my life back to Jesus. I want you to pray this prayer with me right now. Say, Jesus, thank you for your love for me. Thank you that you came for me. Thank you that you fought for me. Thank you that you won the victory. Today I turn my back on sin and I commit my life to you. Fill me. Forgive me. Free me. I want to follow you. In Jesus' name. Everyone agree with me said, Amen. Here's what I want to encourage you. If you prayed that prayer, the Bible says, all who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. And if you prayed that prayer from your heart, God's heard it and God's answered it. But here's what I want to do. It's not just a prayer, but it's a life that you invite. And we want to be able to pray with you, to stand with you, to encourage you. So if you wouldn't mind clicking the link or just reach out and let us know that you made this commitment to Christ. We, want to, we just want to get you a Bible into your hands. We want to support you. We want to back you up. We want to help you. And so if you just let us know, that would be so wonderful. God bless you. We're so thankful for you. And just for everyone who tuned in today, thank you for joining us. I pray this word was an encouragement. He is Jehovah Nissi. He is the Lord, our banner. He's the Lord, our victory. Let's go forward together with that spirit of faith and with that spirit of fire in our hearts. Amen? Amen. Well, God bless you guys. Have an amazing rest of your Sunday. 